This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. It took 1,063 pages for Ontario's Auditor General to chronicle this year's litany of government waste and mismanagement. And that was just in 13 audits. The common thread was government contractors and suppliers screwing up some of them even cheating and yet still being rewarded with additional business. For example, installing substandard asphalt that required repair after a couple of years instead of lasting 15 years, which presumably would have justified the original $123 million price tag. And uh, who among us that drives or walks hasn't been on roads that seem to be repaired every few months or certainly every few years instead of every 15 years? Uh, Some contractors actually tampered with asphalt samples so they would get bonuses and that for the quality they were supposed to supply in the first place. And here's the one that takes the cake. Part of a bridge in Pickering installed upside down. How does that even happen? The transportation minister has said he's not happy about this, but clearly all of it was news to him and the rest of the government. And This, what I've just been talking about, is just the tip of the iceberg. There's the e-health system that has already cost us $8 billion and is not near being finished. There's questionable billing by doctors and a lot more. We want to hear from you. Uh, The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Is this the last straw for uh, this government for you? What what do you think of of this non-ending litany of waste? And we just heard yesterday that the government is giving middle managers raises of up to 35%. Uh, to attract talent. Uh, I'm curious about what these people are doing. So uh, let me know what you think, uh, what you think your worst boondoggle is this year. Right now, we're going to Vic Fideli, who is the PC finance critic. Welcome. Good afternoon, Libby. Always a pleasure to chat. Okay, thank you for joining us. Uh, What do you make of this report? Well, it's scathing, but, you know, I've been an MPP here now for five years, and scathing seems to be the only word that we use year after year after year. Um, But as finance critic, I can tell you the only time we get the truth in Queen's Park is whenever it comes from the financial accountability officer, the auditor general, like yesterday, or the OPP. That's the only time we actually get real numbers. Well, and those those bodies are are independent. <laughs> so there's a reason for that. Well, that's exactly why uh, we're now hearing from the Auditor General. I mean, think about this. Uh, a, more than a dozen years ago, there was the e-health scandal, a billion dollar scandal. Well, the Auditor General told us yesterday, after 
14 years. That is now $8 billion, and we're still not finished, and she has no idea whether we're getting any value for that money spent. That's the reality of where the Liberal government has brought us. Well, well, I have to say on the e-health thing, because there was another uh, check on that, and um, I mean, there, there are... There is certain progress to that. Well, 14 years. Yep, I later. agree. I agree, but but there there is some progress to that uh, and I know that that I can access my electronic health records. I'm sure not everybody can. There's still a bunch of paper. So uh that I I would probably say that at this point the e-health thing is is not the worst thing. Uh, there was also uh she cited the liberals using they changed the rules yep. about ads promoting yep. a party in power. Yep. And uh, they used, let me just look up the number. Well, 50 they, million. 50 million, do- million. 50 million dollars up from 30 million in 2014 yep. 15. Another 15 million bucks to promote themselves. I mean, come on, people. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, the headline uh, from the auditor's news release on that is quote, Government using public funds to do more self-promotion. Quote, that's her exact wording. They spent $50 million uh, on what she called self-promotion. She, you know, she also reminded us a year ago when the, gov- when the Liberal government uh, said they were going to change the rules and basically uh, stop the Auditor General from ever having a say in the ads. She used to have control over what can be said in ads. They stopped her from using it. She said, uh, you're opening a door to uh, absolutely abusing this. And now yesterday she said they opened the door and they walked right through it. $50 million for partisan promotional ads. Yep. I've, though I have to say, uh, as, as a little balance to that, you know, the former uh, conservative government in Ottawa was no slouch in, in advertising that promoted their government. Well, this is a government here under Kathleen Wynne that changed the law to stop the auditor from being able to have a say. And now it's strictly a rubber stamp. And that's, you know, that really is egregious. And then going from $30 million and upping it to $50 million now that they have no, no watchdog over them. That's, you know, that's egregious. That's, it, and, but, but think about that. They're doing that, and yet they're firing nurses. A hundred in my city of North Bay, by the way. Uh, we lost 60 beds in our hospital. It's only a six-year-old hospital. They've closed 60 beds. They can't find that money, but they can spend an additional $20 million. It's, it's it 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 really is something. But let me throw this out to you, Vic. So the, most of these examples of mismanagement, uh, you know, giving bonuses to contractors who cheated on asphalt samples, uh, no oversight, paying people for installing bridges backwards, uh, those things are presumably not done by politicians. They're done by uh, staff, by civil servants. So. And the Liberals have been in government for a long time. But, but what's to say that a different government would do a better job of this oversight? Well, this points directly to the government's stunning incompetence. And that's one of the words that the auditor had used here. You've got 13 years of waste, mismanagement, and scandals. That's the problem. There's, no, uh, there's a lack of government accountability and oversight. That's the problem. They can't seem to get anything right. 
uh, The Auditor General has said, I mean, she seemed to be hedging a little bit because uh, she was asked, is is this because there aren't enough people to oversee this? And she sort of said, well, yeah, maybe there aren't enough people to oversee that. Do you you buy that? Well, really, when you think about uh, uh, what happened over at Metrolinx, I mean, you've got this upside-down bridge uh, debacle. Metrolinx accounts for one in every seven dollars that we spend in Ontario's capital. Uh, And if they're allowed to run freely with zero oversight or accountability, this is what you get. You've got got consultants, actually, that are making these costly errors. You've got projects that are being delivered late, cost the taxpayer. Uh, Governments or contractors that are breaking the government's own safety regulations, cost the taxpayer. You know, so what we're telling the government that instead of looking for these new revenue tools, They should be looking in their own agencies to save money. Well, I, I, I would think so. I mean, some of this is, is really incredible. It's just, it is incompetence is what it is. It's incompetence. And and you're saying that, that a PC government would do a better job of oversight. Well, look, uh, you've got people who uh, were fired for poor job performance and they get rehired for another job. I mean, you know, this, this is, you know, you've got the Liberals who promised one of the largest in infrastructure investments, and they're the people we want to ask to trust them to deliver. I mean, this is, this is uh, well, that's, quite literally scathing. Well, that's true. The Auditor General said there's got to be something in place that, that if there are, first of all, there are a lot of cost overruns on these things, that if, if there's a big cost overrun on a job, and if they don't deliver, then they should be barred from getting another contract. Yeah, look, absolutely. The, the auditor said several times yesterday, you should be treating these things as if they were a contractor in your own home. Just think of it that way, she said. Would you let them do that in your own home? And, you know, obviously the answer is no. You're going to, you know, you're going to get stung once and uh, they're not going to get, that plumber is not going to get called back. But, you know, again, you just continue to look at the waste, the mismanagement, the scandals. This is, this is 13 years now. And as a result of it all, though, it makes life harder for families and seniors. That's the end result. When you've got diabetes testing strips cut, uh, physiotherapy for seniors cut, cataract surgeries cut, and 20 million more is instantly found to pat themselves on the back. It's all about priorities, Libby. And the priority with that government is making sure they do what's best for the Liberals. Okay. Uh, Vic, hang on. Let's let's take a couple of calls here. We've got Nick in Oakville. Hello, Nick. Hi there. Uh, it's good that your, your commentator there is from North Bay. Why is it the Liberals got a, a majority government? You know, even with all the shenanigans they've been up to and all the debacles they've been involved in, why is it they got a, a majority government? I'll tell you why. It's because people haven't forgotten about Mike Harris and all the, all the stuff he was up to. Well, it, it was matter th- who you put in there. They all seem incompetent, and they all seem to want to help their friends. Why is it these contractors don't get hauled up on the carpet and brought in front of the court of law? It's because they're all friends, because they're all getting paid. That's why. It's a big joke. doesn't matter who you put in there. Well, it's, do it. let's let's just uh, uh, check that with uh, Vic. Uh, have there, uh, you know, some of these things sound to me like they're just plain illegal. So, 
Has there ever been any kind of prosecution? And do you think, Vic, that there's a particular problem in the construction industry? Well, we're very busy uh, seeing prosecutions by the OPP. You know, think about this now. We've got five OPP investigations into this government. That's one would have been unprecedented. Five is absolutely mind-boggling and and sick. You've got a trial in Sudbury for bribery, the first time in the history of our province. You've got people who are going to be in court testifying in an alleged bribery scheme, first time in the history of the province. You've got the Premier's own Deputy Chief of Staff. In September of 2017, the gas plant trial, remember that? That is going to trial in September, and that's the former Chief of Staff, Deputy Chief of Staff in the Premier's office. You've got this level uh, uh, in the Premier's office that is unprecedented, never seen it before, and now finally we're getting court dates set. That has never happened in the province of Ontario. Okay, let's go to Jim in Hanover. Hello, Jim. Uh, Good afternoon, Libby. Thank you. Uh, I would like to say that uh, the other day on TV I was watching the government, Liberal government was to put uh, wind turbines offshore in Kingston and uh, they cancelled the project. They went to court. The Liberals lost. They owe the company $28 million. That $28 million is supposed to be paid this October the 31st. It was never paid. And uh, the gentleman that run the company, he's the one that took them to court. And uh, he said, now there's interest on that money. He said, we did all this work, and then liberals canceled it. They took the liberals to court, and they won a $28 million lawsuit. That's what the taxpayers own for another screw-up on the liberals. That's and just one of them. Worst, the fellow that owns the company that was doing the work said the thing is now, because they were from Europe, he said now Canada is going to lose its integrity of, for investors coming to Canada. You bring money over here, you come to Ontario, and wind starts changing things, he said nobody's going to invest. Well, two things on that, uh, Jim. First of all, if you remember earlier, uh, Sergio Marchionne, the chairman uh, of, uh, and president of Fiat Chrysler, told the premier, you have made Ontario the most expensive jurisdiction in all of North America to do work. So that's part of why, uh, to, to your very point, why we're losing companies and companies aren't coming here. But with respect specifically to the wind uh, program that was cancelled offshore. Not only uh, did the courts rule that we owe $28 million, there's still the pending issue of the $500 million, 500 plus actually, million dollars that this company says, I, I still have a contract with you. you. You still have a contract with me, and that issue is yet to be resolved. That's, that's when we get to the real serious money now. Not that $28 million isn't serious. That's egregious. But five hundred million is still on the table. Yeah, the, the tab break, is breaking uh, Ontario. We're going to be broke. I well, think maybe we now, already Jim. are. We're there now. Three hundred million, uh, three hundred billion plus in debt. Think about nineteen ninety. That's not all that long ago in our recent memory. Uh, our debt in Ontario was just over thirty-eight billion. Today, twenty-five years later. 26 years later, it's 308 
billion dollars. I mean, just look at what this government has done. Well, there, there, there are a number of governments uh, that were in there. Uh, everybody, uh, Jim, thank you very much for your call. Uh, Vic, please hang on. We have to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to come back uh, with Vic Fideli and also with Marcel uh, Weeder, and we are going to keep talking about this Auditor General's report. And, uh, you know, asking the question, is this going to be the straw that broke the camel's back? Are people going to finally think, Wow, we've had it. Or um, are they going to be able to uh, pull through, get more ads, get another mandate? Uh, We're going to tackle that when we come back. Before we go to break, the numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And we'll be back after this. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. We are talking about the Auditor General's scathing report this year on government waste and mismanagement. I've got Vic Fideli, the PC finance critic, on the line. We're going to take your calls in just a moment, but uh, I'd like to bring in Marcel Weeder of Aurora Strategy. Welcome, Marcel. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Libby. So, is this is there ever such a thing as the straw that breaks the camel's back? I mean, we've had a lot of spending scandals with this government, uh, but they seem to emerge, win another election. What do you think? Well, the Auditor General's report is the early Christmas present for reporters and opposition members. There's always something that they find that they like to be able to trot out and beat the government up with. Right. But in the end... Rarely have we seen anything from an Auditor General's report that costs a government their mandate. And it's still 18 months to the next election. There's still another Auditor General's report. This one, people will shrug their shoulders, as they usually do, point their fingers at the government, rail against them, and then move on. So it has a very short shelf life. Okay, well, let's see. Hang, hang on, Marcel. Let's uh, let's see if a couple of our uh, listeners uh, agree with that. Simone in Toronto. Hi, hi, Simone. Hi there. Now, this woman doesn't have, can't spend our money fast enough. She wanted us to tell her how to spend twenty five million dollars recently. Uh, the same woman that wouldn't uh, um, pay uh, medical expenses in the states for a little boy that was going blind, two year old, earlier in the year, and a girl that needed life saving medication. Her mother even had a meeting with her, and she wouldn't relent until she was shamed into it. But she wants to tell her how to spend $25 million. Why not put it in a fund and help people like that? But it's unbelievable. We're $350 billion in debt. That's a debt for our country. Yep. So and, and I so she doesn't so know how to stop. And look at the unions. And here they were all supporting her. It's their part of it. It's their fault that she's still in power. And now they're they're complaining left, right, and center. Well, you know they deserve it. I, I say wear it. It looks good on you. Okay. Just yeah. uh, Simone. So are you uh, going to vote against the Liberals because of oh, this report? Oh, absolutely. I I, mean, I don't like uh, Mr. Brown. The head. He he seems uh, uh, like he's either neither here nor there. And I don't think there's very good leadership there. But he can do worse. Okay, thank you, Simone. Oh, okay, thank you. Okay, uh, let's check in with David in Toronto. Hi, David. Hi, Libby. How are you today? Fine. How are you? I'm a little disgusted after hearing the Auditor General's report, as most Ontarians should be. 
when you get right down to uh, the nuts and bolts of things, it's not miss win. It's miss win, we lose. And uh, <laughs> I don't line. want to see her come back in 2018. I will definitely be abstaining from voting because there isn't one that's up front that's going to take care of us or eliminate that $350 billion debt. So how is that going to solve anything? Is that uh, Marcel Weider is right if you're not going to vote? Run it like a business. Like in most contracts, you put a proviso in that uh, with progress billing on large projects, if you don't meet the criteria of the contract, you don't get paid and another contractor comes in and replaces you. Well, exactly. But you just said that you're not going to vote because you don't like comes up. That's going to I'm not going to vote for her. That's for certain. Okay, but if 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 people sit on their hands and other people, I mean, I'm just saying I I, you're making you're you're confirming what Mr. Weeder has just said, that people will shrug their shoulders. Well, that's because Canadians are, are notably complacent and it's uh, you get mad for a minute and then you cool off. And that's not the way to uh, address this. This is a serious problem. Like the lady that just spoke, this is a country deficit, not a provincial deficit. Yep. Okay, David. The other part that I I wanted to mention was her, uh, this gallivanting off with 45 other uh, parties, businessmen and others interested in this trip to Japan and Seoul. Our prime minister was already there. And doing trade agreements and whatnot and came back with something in the excess of $6 billion over the next 10 years of new business to, to come in for this country. Why is she going? Well, I guess that's a different thing. And you know what? With all of those trade missions, forgive my skepticism. David, I'm going to have to thank you. But uh, uh, but those deals are usually done beforehand and, and, and they, they go to, uh, you know, have a good time and sign these agreements. But... Uh, that's that's a topic for another day. Uh, we're just about running out of time on this. Uh, and before we get a closing thought from uh, Vic Fideli, let's just go to Stephen. We only have about 30 seconds. Hi, okay. Stephen. This, this, this is ancient. You know, e-house, uh, the gas plant. So you vote the liberals out and you get the conservatives in who take and cut the budget on the backs of the poor. So you have a choice. Do you vote for a government that wastes money, or do you do vote for a government that screws the poor? Uh, okay. The, the, What's the, your choice? I hear Mr. <laughs> Fidelli talking about, all oh, where this money could be going to help uh, people, but when they get in, the, the, you know, the first thing uh, Harris did, cut the uh, poor 22.5%, gave, gave a tax cut to everybody else. Okay, Stephen, um, I'm going to just put that to uh, Vic Fideli before we go. Thanks for your call. Vic, Thanks. what do you say to that? Thanks, Libby. Well, you know, our leader, Patrick Brown, has been out talking about the four pillars of our party and uh, what you can hear from us over the next year and a half. And it involves making energy affordable. It involves uh, cutting the uh, amount of red tape, the 385,000 pieces of red tape that are strangling our business community and and hurting families he talks about matching the education needs of uh, uh, of the community you know we're, we're, we're not graduating enough engineers we have 1200 engineering jobs that are gone empty so it's matching up 
the uh, education with uh, with the needs of the community, the business community, okay. and infrastructure. You know, those are four very positive uh, uh, and forward-looking uh, approaches. Okay. Thank you very much, Vic Fideli. And uh, thank you to Marcel Weeder. And I have to say, Marcel, that uh, it sounds like you might be right. Well, time will only tell. Okay. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Thank you, Libby. Bye-bye. Bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.